0: Hello, New Creation. It is Monday, September 25th, and we're in Titus chapter 1. This um, chapter gets serious very quickly. After the greeting, Paul writes to Titus to say that he left him behind in Crete in order that Titus could put order in what remained to be done. And Titus is instructed to appoint elders, and he gives Titus attributes that elders should embody things like blamelessness, married only ones, children who are believers and who aren't drunkards or rebellious. He tells him that choose bishops who are not arrogant, not quick-tempered, not addicted to wine, not violent or greedy, but rather that they're hospitable and that they are a lover of goodness, prudent, upright, devout, self-controlled, that they have a firm grasp on the word that is trustworthy in accordance with the gospel so that the bishop can preach with sound doctrine and refute those who would um, contradict sound doctrine. Paul expounds declaring that there are many rebellious people, idle talkers and deceivers, especially those teaching the false necessity of circumcision and that they must be silenced because they're upsetting whole families by teaching error for personal gain. Seems like people back then were a lot like people today, that ancient peoples have the same humanity that we do. So there's lots of disorder going on in Crete. Paul even quotes a Cretan prophet who said, Cretans are always liars, vicious brutes, and lazy um, gluttons, Paul says the quote is true. This is strong stuff, and he instructs Titus to rebuke them strongly in order. And here's the thing in order that they may be sound in the faith rather than listening to Jewish myths or commandments of those who reject the truth. Paul says to the pure. All things are pure, but to the arrogant, nothing is pure, not their minds or their consciences. They profess to know God, but deny him by their actions, which renders them detestable and unfit for any good work. So this is a strong talk right out of the gate. And it really teaches us that there is a place for righteous rebuke. And righteous rebuke always seeks the good of the one being corrected. But leaders sometimes do have to take action for the sake of good order. Those whose idle and deceptive talk is upsetting whole families ought to be silenced. Ought to be taught, meaning to be quiet not silenced in some sort of mafia way. Those who are vulnerable in our body must be protected, and sometimes that can't happen unless rebuke is given to the proud and the strong. We live in a very permissive age when few of us are willing to confront or to judge irresponsible, unfaithful behavior is ignored to just to go along to get along but that's the world's way of community that is not the church's so paul advises titus to set for himself the way of truth telling and truth living there can be no real renovation of christian community without the willingness to confront and tell the truth about ourselves, and that can be painful, but it's good. Whenever I have thought about a friend, someone who is really a friend to me, I always think that about someone who's willing to love me enough to tell me the truth, and then to stand by and sit with me and hand me tissues while I get over the pain of looking at the truth so that I can actually make the changes that render me able to serve the Lord in goodness and purity. We need that from each other and we need to receive it from each other. Father, thank you for your word. Give us courage and give us tender hearts, compassion for one another, but help us to be people who speak the truth in love, that the whole body might be blessed and um, and cared for. In Jesus' name, amen.